Hello, welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan. How's it going? I'm sad, Amy. Oh, goodness. Why? Because hockey season for me is over. Oh, Predators, they're yeah. out. Well, tonight's the last game. So we're, we're recording this on uh, April the 14th, obviously. Mm-hmm. And tonight is the final game of the year. And we didn't make playoffs. So I'm sorry. Came, came up short, like one point short. If they win tonight, they'll, they'll come up one point short. I'm very sorry, Jonathan. That would hurt. Yeah. So, but on the on a brighter note, I did get to see maybe the best goal I've ever seen in my life in person last night. Well, that's fun. Overtime winner last night against Minnesota, Yuso Parsonen, through the legs, top shelf, amazing. It was in today's SBC morning briefing. If anybody gets that, so incredible. That's goal. exciting. Well, that's incredible. fun. So yes, so you're at Bridgestone. Yes. I'm headed your way, going to Bridgestone this weekend. That's right. Gonna yeah. be there. You at the uh, the monster truck rally? Is that what you're coming in for? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. No, Nate Bargatze show with the family. Yeah, so. that's gonna be a big one. Yep. So hometown kid, pretty, you know, pretty fun. Yep, very exciting. So that's really cool, and it's been a light news week, Amy. Which is is uh rare for the spring, yes. but we take it, we take it when we get it. Doesn't mean nothing's going on in the SBC. Just means that it's not a whole lot that's newsworthy. So that's right. Things are still happening, but. We'll, uh, we'll jump into that here in just a second. But we do want to thank our sponsor this week and every week, the Baptist Press Newsletters, BP Missions, Discipleship, Leadership, and Politics. These weekly newsletters offer insightful and thought-provoking content that will deepen your understanding and strengthen your faith. Don't miss out on these valuable resources over at baptistpress.com. You can subscribe today at baptistpress.com slash subscribe. Amy, we start with uh, what I will call another senseless shooting, this time in Louisville, where uh Three Kentucky Baptist churches were affected by the shooting on Monday. Yeah, this was so tough. It, it, the, the news broke, and I can't remember where I was, but I was kind of busy and didn't really grasp what what all was happening and then later went and dove into the story more. So there's a shooting at uh, a bank there in downtown Louisville. Nine people were wounded and five who died from their injuries there. So I think it was a maybe someone who wanted to work there or a former employee, something like that. It was some, someone that was connected but went in another mass shooting. These, This is really, really getting tough to continue to see these pop up in the news. And obviously, being there in Louisville, a lot of folks that, uh, that are in our churches maybe came through Louisville because of Southern Seminary. We certainly did and have kind of a sense of where uh, where that was. But it did have some connections with with folks in Southern Baptist life, right? Yeah. So uh, Deanna Eckert, a 57-year-old sister of Emmanuel Baptist Church worship pastor Scott Hurst, passed away Monday night after several surgeries. Um, right. she, she died. And also Thomas Elliott, who is the son-in-law of Roy Honeycutt, former president right. of Southern Seminary was killed in the bank shooting as well. And in another church, Westport Road Baptist Church, uh, were really you know helping with that uh, response to that. So a lot of Metro police officers in the church were involved in the response and um, Westport Road affected as well. Yeah, really tough. So there's a story at BP about the shooting and some of the connections with Westport Road and Emanuel, and then also a story from the release that Southern Seminary had about Thomas Elliott. And so, of course, Roy Honeycutt, president, 
just before Dr. Mueller. So uh, really, really sad. And, and unfortunately, the second mass shooting that we've covered in recent weeks here on the podcast. Um, well, on a more positive note, uh, pre-registration for the SPC annual meeting. It was top 5,000, Amy. Yeah. So where? how does this compare? I don't know. <laughs> I know you've been asking okay. me. This. I don't know. Uh, it's it's up. And, you know, I was looking today, I was looking at room nights. So I, I can give you room night comparisons because we have that year over year, uh, basically where we, we wound up. So I, I sent that to you this morning. We're still over 20,000 room nights that are reserved for the SBC annual meeting this year. 20,178 right now. And last mm-hmm. year we were at 18,028 room nights. And in Nashville, we were at 15,584. So about 33% up from Nashville and about 10% up from uh, Anaheim in room nights. So I don't think that's going to translate to the uh, the surge in the, the registration that we saw in Nashville because th- mm-hmm. there was a lot of factors in that, including the, the COVID regulations dropping like a month out. So yeah. I, I think there was a lot going on there, but uh, we, you know, planning on still having 12,000-ish in New Orleans and looks like yeah. we're headed that way with pre-registration. So Very if good. you don't have child care, I will say this, child care, youth on mission, you better get it now. Like that is so close to me turning that off uh, for the registration. So that needs to be done ASAP. If you don't have your hotels or your child care taken care of and you need those, you need to get that quickly. Do it so, now. Yeah, do that now. So absolutely. All right. Some other news from around the convention. Amy, uh, an interesting story this week that came out. The BGCT announced that they are reopening the nomination process for the next executive director of the convention. Uh, so they opening that again through May the 7th. Okay. It says in light of recent committee changes and following careful consideration, the committee has felt led to reopen the nomination process. Our desire is to ensure ample opportunity for candidates to be nominated. Yeah. So they are thrilled with the current list that they have, but just want to follow God's leadership and feel like they need to open it up a little bit longer. So, yeah. So if you have somebody you'd like to recommend that, the information is over there at baptistpress.com. Uh, so you can do that. And also uh, on a final note, another sad note, Amy, Frank Ingram, who was an influential Southern Baptist layman in the 70s and 80s and early 90s, passed away last month at age 93. Yeah, so he practiced law there for 60 years and really did a lot the Tennessee Baptist Children's Home. So that's uh, who he was uh, primarily counsel for. Um, but he also served on the SBC Executive Committee, and he led the Committee on Convention Finances and Business in the early 80s. Very, very faithful serving at his churches, Belmont Heights Baptist Church, and then First Baptist Franklin, which is now Church of the City. So uh, definitely just prayers for his family, but a long life of service to others. Absolutely. And uh, that's going to do it. Uh, we mentioned it was a short news week, Amy. That's going to do it for the news this week. Bring us to my favorite part of the week this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds. All right. So um, going to 1960, getting ready for the annual meeting. As you know, I love this theme. In the final countdown, um, there was an, an interesting booth that you could that you could go to at, uh, I guess, in the exhibit hall. And uh, it's this, it was the Southern Baptist Historical Commission. And the slogan was, microfilm your church minutes during the Southern Baptist Convention. Wow. Um, there was a big push back then to for, for churches to 
capture their history. And so their church business meeting minutes, and they were always pushing people to microfilm their minutes. And apparently there was a service where you could send your minutes to Nashville and they would microfilm them. But this time they were bringing a special microfilm camera to use at the convention and that a messenger could bring their minutes into the booth on Monday or Tuesday and expect to have the finished microfilm print ready on Friday. Big service there. I don't think we do that anymore. Not that I've seen. We have to counsel Taffy on that and just see. Yeah. So kind of an interesting thing. It says many churches have voted to microfilm their church minutes, but have postponed shipping church records to Nashville. (laughs) This makes me laugh because they would be without their minutes for two to three weeks. So, I mean, you can't, you you can't, can't have those missing for two to three weeks. That could cause a lot of problems. But we can have the pastor haul them across country to the SBC annual meeting. Right, right. And remember, I mean, now people aren't really flying. So this is like, stick them in the trunk of your car, put that bumper sticker on so we can see other people that are headed to the annual meeting and take it to the booth. You'll only have to be without it for one week. You, you know who really should have done this, Amy? Who? That pastor who had his sermons in his car. He should have microfilmed them. Yes, yes. Yes, he should have. He should have. And um, how much you want to bet that somebody... There was a mistake and some churches got switched. Like, I have to think that somebody got back to their church and was like, wait a minute, we have the minutes for this church across the country. I'm I'm Faith Baptist in Columbia, South Carolina, not Faith Baptist in Columbia, Tennessee. What happened? That's right. So... um, so anyway, you could only be only have to be without your minutes for a, a week and it would be okay. And it's so interesting how two things I find. One is just the technology. I love seeing where things were during the annual meeting back then. You know, we've done I've done segments on having places for audio recorders next to the stage, like all these different um all these different things. This one is a a new one. And uh, what also fascinates me is how important minutes were and which as a, as a lover of history, I, I fully affirm that, but now like people hate to take minutes. Like they know they have to, but they don't care. They don't read it. It's time to approve the minutes next time. Everybody's like, whatever. They barely look at it. And uh, they were super important back then. So keeping keeping those records. So anyway, uh, bring your church minutes, have them microfilmed. You'll get them back at the end of the week. This week in SBC history, 1960. So we found the real reason that Amy will not be at the SBC annual meeting this year. It's not because Drew is graduating. It's because she's staying home and chronicling the minutes from the summit and Homestead Heights Baptist Church all the way back That's to right. the 90s onto microfilm. That's what she's really doing. It's not That's because of Drew's graduation. It's because well, J.D. I mean, Greer has her doing microfilm work at well, I mean, the she, campus in Raleigh. Well, you don't have one at the annual meeting, so there's no reason for me to come. I can't I do it there. You can't, do it, in, you can't yeah. do it in New Orleans. So That's right. That's right. So Got to do it somewhere. Got to do it somewhere. J.D. Yeah, Greer, so. I mean, he's got to have his microfilm. Him and David Thompson, they got to have their microfilm. All right. right. Well, <laughs> that's fascinating. So uh, an interesting service there. Uh, and now you can just put them in the cloud and, you know, you can do that yourself. You don't need our help to do that. You can type them on your phone on a Google Doc while it's happening. 
Yes. And yeah. There you go. And it's done. All right. Right. Kind of crazy. Okay. Well, that's going to lead us to our resources of the week. Amy, your resource of the week is? It's that time resolutions portal. Oh, I thought you were going to say taxes. Fire it up. Also resolution portal. Yes. Yes. That too. There's another portal that everybody needs to be going to by tomorrow. Um, (laughs) But uh, SBC resolutions, if you have something you would like to say and you think that the messengers of the SBC should say it with you, um, write it up and send it in. It is time for submissions. Please remember that uh, no single person can submit more than three. So if you got a lot of things you want to say, you're going to have to narrow it down. And you have to demonstrate that you could be qualified as a messenger. So it could be that you can't make it. But if you are a member in good sta- in good standing at a church that can seat messengers, then you are qualified to submit one. So for example, if I had a resolution that I would like to write, even though I will not be able to be there, I could still submit it to the committee for consideration because I'm a member at a church that can send messengers. So um, uh, I don't intend to send any just for the record, but. Oh man. Uh, but. Resolution on the appreciation of microfilm. Hey, maybe I should. But anyway, that will be open until, when is it? It's around Memorial Day weekend? Uh, May the 29th is the last day to do it. I turned it off on May 30th. So That's right. Up until 15 days before, which is May 29th. So like that midnight switch on May 29th to May 30th is is the the time. That's right. And then uh, the Resolutions Committee will be able to take those and consider uh, what all has has been turned in and figure out how to... Uh, dispense with them. So, right. so I got a question for you, you. Okay. I have the website ready to update itself tonight at midnight mm-hmm. because I can do that. Uh, you know, I run the website for the SBC.net. So I right. got it ready to go midnight. It'll flip over and update and the portal will go live. I'm going to wake up in the morning around 630. Do you think I'll have any in my inbox? I think you'll for sure have them by Monday. Okay. I don't know. I think know. I'll have one by noon tomorrow. I think I'll have one by noon. Maybe. It's the weekend. <gasps> so I don't know. I think you might. You never know. You never know. But you don't think I'll have one when I wake up? You might. Depends. If somebody's already got one ready, they've already got it ready to go. Yeah. It could be a race. Hey, those of you out there listening, see if you can be the first one to send to send in a resolution. You'll get shout out here on the, uh, the podcast. Can't do that, actually, because I, I, we don't talk about ones that are submitted. Here, so. Here's what's going to happen now. Somebody's going to submit one just because we've said this. So you're going to get one from like Patrick Watts or something. Yeah. In appreciation um, of SPC this week. Oh, that would be fun. Please don't do that because. I'll yell at David Sons. You have to bring this one out of committee. <laughs> please don't do that. Because that would be very embarrassing to have to have that in the bulletin. <laughs> Didn't think about that. That's amazing. Because when amazing. they decline it, when they decline it, there's a reason that's given. And I, so I I'm, don't I'm want. I'm willing to submit one just to see what their reason is. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Patrick, no you know one. your assignment. No one. No one. I do not want that at all. Mary Woodfield, you know your that assignment. One, that one bears me really bad. So please. <laughs> That would be amazing. All just a, this is all just a joke. I'll go to David's sons and be like, please do not, do not do this. Hey, if it's submitted, got to be dispensed with. So, no, we, we don't need to do that, but it would be hilarious. 
All right. Um, well, I, I will say this. I know I, I make this joke every year about the resolution of appreciation for the host city and how it's like, eh. But it was very worthwhile in Nashville because of what they did it's to important. make things happen. It was important. And it was it's important every year. Let's just be clear. But yeah. Nashville and now New Orleans for what they've done to make things happen. And they have been the best to work with, too, by the way. I mean, I, yeah. every city's great to work with. The folks in New Orleans, I, I was talking to Lynn about this the other day, Lynn Richmond, who's the convention manager. They have gone above and beyond over the top to help us to do things in a year where we had to move because of the size of the convention. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing job. So huge, huge congrats to the city of New Orleans and everything they've done at the convention center. It's been great to get to know those folks down there, to to just work with them on the planning. I can't wait for Southern Baptist to see everything that will be going on in New Orleans, except for Amy, because she won't be there, because she'll be microfilming back at the house. All right. That's my right. resource of the week, also related to the annual meeting, is the annual meeting app, which is now available and updated and in purple. So... Going with the theme this year of the annual meeting, the the colors, the purple and the gold for New Orleans, and the app is updated, got all the events in there as well, um, exhibit hall, map, exhibitor listing, things are changing kind of daily on that one. We've had a few people come and go. Uh, if, you, if your ministry for some reason wants or doesn't have a... If your ministry for some reason doesn't have an exhibit, but you want one, we might be able to squeeze you in. We have a little bit of room that just kind of keeps opening up a little bit here and there. So biggest exhibit hall ever, and it's going to be huge. And just, I can't wait for people to see that and to experience everything at the annual meeting this year. And the best way to experience that is through the app as well. Keep you updated, keep you on time, uh, get important information, news, social media updates, candidate bios for any of the officer elections as well as all the maps and locations for everything. So a lot going on this year at the annual meeting, as always. And the annual meeting app is your best tool to stay updated and informed about everything at SBC 23. So that's my resource of the week. And Amy, uh, that's our show this week. So we said light news week, and it is. So a little under uh, 20 minutes here on the podcast. So Amy, I'll see you next week. See you next week.